say The price of my love is not a price that you're willing to pay You cry in your tea which you hurl in the sea When you see me go by Why so sad? Remember we made an arrangement when you went away Now you're making me mad Remember despite our estrangement I'm your man You'll be back Soon you'll see You'll remember you belong to me You'll be back Time will tell Remember that I served you well. Oh, glad that he didn't, he didn't start when you know, anything was popping off. Not like at all. It's a really long intro. Another another A-plus a uh, producing experience from Zach Rohn, where he did the intro, but he did it just long enough to think, maybe I'm not listening to a podcast, maybe I accidentally turned on Hamilton, but then didn't play the sample that everybody wanted to hear. Thank you. I just typed in what you guys said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, they would know that it was a podcast because at the beginning you, you sound like a confused dad who yeah. walked into the wrong room. <laughs> what's going on? You kids listen to Hamilton here? Is I that like, what's going on in this podcast? I was going to continue the conversation in the sanctity of the fact that like we our volume wasn't turned up as music is playing. Mm-hmm. But Zach doesn't like that. And he also, I've learned that Zach likes to trick us and turn on the mics early. So I don't know what he caught. That's oh, when I get the best of yeah. I, I think I got something real good this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me, as always, my partner in crime, Chris King. Hello. Uh, the producer on the, on, the, on the sauce. He's on the sauce on already. On the sauce. Drunk Zach. He's always on the sauce. The sauce boss of Indianapolis, Zach Rohn. Hey there. And very special guest with us in studio, a uh, longtime friend of both of ours. Not Zach's. And not Zach's. I just met him today. Specific, pro- probably won't be making a friendship there. Just to be honest, uh, <laughs> uh, longtime uh, service industry professional, bartender, manager, Cat uh, Woods is with us. Hello. Oh man, I'm so excited. I just what people don't know that are listening to this is I've been screaming the entire time to everybody. Just I'm so excited to have Cat on. Anybody that knows you though knows that. Anybody that knows me would know that I was so screaming the whole do. time. You yeah. always scream. That's true. I think I scream on this show quite a bit too. Yeah, well, just regular. Just and, regular. It, and it was a, a uh, surprise. It was a surprise. It was a surprise. Yeah, don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good surprise. It was a great surprise. I'm worried because we talked about having Stu, the owner of McNivens, on at some point. Yeah. And don't surprise me with him. I would like to not. I would like to know. I'm going to need some prep time. <laughs> prep time but he loves surprises. I, was, I know he, he does. Being a part he would be, he would love it. He would absolutely yeah. be giddy about it. I would be terrible. Do it. Yeah, I, I, I think by the end of this year, Heart of Brunch is really just going to be like Maury. It's going to be like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, Chris King. Well, uh, <laughs> that is right. That's exactly right. We had your right. dad right outside the trailer. Come <laughs> oh my in. god, don't do that either. I know it seems. I know that it seems like that would be funny. Don't do that. Don't do that at all. It probably would be funny for everybody else, which would be good. I guess good podcasting, but. For me, it would be terrible. Also, Kat, I'm going to just start it off, Kat, to make you feel better. Kat's super nervous about being on here. I am. So worried. I am. What's your biggest concern? What do you think? What are you worried about? Oh, wow. This moment right here. <laughs> wow. Right, <laughs> right there. Wow, look at that. I thought yeah. I'd like, throw her some softballs. Like, Shoot. I'm sure she has being worried on the mind. So now you don't have to dig deep for what you can say. So she's been stumped on two tough ones. Why are you nervous? And what music do you want to listen to? Dead silence. It's going to be great. It's going to be it's a great fine. show. It's fine. That's 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 not how you start a, war- a welcoming interview. You start off by making fun of Chris King. That's what we do. We yeah, 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 yeah. So my favorite part because I was like, how close to Cat's name could I get and say that Cat's coming on without saying it? Yeah. So he said, Kate, Cat uh, Woodward. Woods became uh, Kate uh, Woodbury. Wood- yep. Yeah. That's right. And then- I was I was literally just about to look her up on Instagram. To look at what Kate Woodbury was doing. Well, because that was my fear, was that you were going to try to like, investigate a little bit. The, the only time we get into a real big back and forth on the Harder Brunch text is, it, for some reason, middle of the day, where I'm like working, and they are all blowing it up back and forth. And then I just like, oh, God, I should have responded days ago. So then I was going to rush to look at social media before, just like I do with every guest, like five minutes before they walk in the door, like, oh, my God, what do they do? And I was doing that to like this Kate Woodward. Who the hell is she? Apparently, Zach, you said you made fun nachos with her. Had her beach nachos. Is that what you said? <laughs> well, well, like what? what really if, supporting the story. One of Cat's uh, 
favorite things is sharks. Yes. You're a shark, mm. a sharkaholic, a shark person. I am. So then I said that uh, this person had a seafood themed food truck <laughs> called Street Sharks. That's right. And That's I right. said that I had worked at an event with them yeah. and had the beach nachos. Anytime there's a joke, it, Kat's been around when there's been jokes at my expense that I don't know about. Those are probably the best jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Just like sure. everybody's laughing at Chris King and them walking around like a jackass like, man, I can't wait to that kick Woodbury gets on. I looked at her Instagram. That was a lie. Yeah, he was looking it up, and I'm I'm waiting for you to come up, and I was just like, "Oh God, is he going to all unravel?" And like, wait a second, there is no Kate, there is no Why street shark food truck. Before I walked the door, four yeah. minutes before she walked in, you're worried that that's like, "Oh, my lie will fall to pieces." <laughs> I need her. I need him to be tricked up until the moment she walks up in. Until the yeah, she walked through the door, and it took your brain a minute to it recognize did. her. It and did. You were like, "Oh, hello. oh." <laughs> It did. That's right, yeah. No, I didn't. There's no way I could comprehend. I was worried because of like, now I got to talk to a stranger, which, you know, being on a podcast about talking to people I don't know, that's my biggest fear. I hate doing. It's not, Zach. Don't look at me like that. Obviously not. It's not a podcast. But yeah, so I was I was so excited. I, I think I, I can't tell if I'm more excited or less excited that you're really nervous about it. But I don't understand what you think is going to happen. I don't know. It's literally, we just sat at the table for exactly over an hour yeah. and had exactly the conversation that we're going to have now. Had a wonderful time. There, There you go. And we're just going to record that. I think it's the headphones. <laughs> just oh. <kidding. laughs> just we could loosen those up for um, No. So let's, uh, well, yeah, actually, before we talk about the food, let's talk about the fact that uh, if you're tuning in, this may be the first time you're listening because you saw the Indianapolis Monthly article, which yeah. uh, <laughs> directed people uh, there. Was that on this podcast? <laughs> was, was it, <laughs> I honestly just thought, Zach and I were talking about I thought you were doing your own podcast. The, like the Dyke Michaels they were, show. They were, they were talking about this podcast, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. Was... Oh, man. I got to tell you, if I read that article, I would not know that other people are on there. <laughs> well, I thought Dyke is doing a great job by himself. Uh, I think they did say, and all the rest, right? Like that. Yeah, was, I, like, I referred to myself as the rest before. And, and crew. Yeah. Uh, no, it was a very lovely article. It wasn't quite clear if it was supposed to be about the podcast or about, yeah. you know, just me being a goof. Yeah. What yeah. I got from that article is you pulled yourself up from the homelessness by your bootstrap. Yeah, I did. Well, you, congratulations. You laughed at the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. They also were just like, uh, it was like, Dyke Michaels is laughing all the way to the bank. To the, <laughs> sitting there drinking a glass of whiskey. And I'm like, people's grandmothers are dead. Like, can you make it sound yeah. like I'm just living high on the hog? Yeah. Also, just so people just know, like they didn't Jeff call you. Bezos. <laughs> you are the Jeff Bezos of podcasting. That's what you're doing. Making like, all the money off her by suffering. Somehow during suffering, I made more money. Why am I doing so well? By myself with no one's help. Thanks, Michaels is laughing at your dead family. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good sound bite that any monthly missed. <laughs> that's, for the ne- that's for the next highlight they do of you. No. <laughs> All right. Um, but no, uh, it, it was a very... It's a very nice article. Yeah, uh, they did take a forty-five minute interview and kind of condense it down. Yeah. to a lot of things. It really um, was you triumphantly going, th- triumphantly beating homelessness. You finally beat it, <laughs> and then you laughed at everyone's misery <laughs> as they went through the pandemic, and you just sat here making podcasts and drinking free whiskey. It really is a rags to riches story. <laughs> I think everybody needed it. That only you by yourself did. <laughs> Created a podcast <laughs> empire out of everyone's suffering. How many people do you think have to be have to be homeless? Like beating homelessness doesn't seem like a problem everyone has. Like beat it. You beat it through a podcast. You what I I beat I beat homelessness, why can't you? That's what that's what that article should have been titled. Uh yeah. I yeah, was, it was a good article. I liked it. Uh and then and then they ended with uh and I get to be a professional clown. And then that was it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah very interesting though so like that's all someone knew about me they'd be like oh okay yeah he uh used to live on a food truck (laughs) now he's laughing at our dead relatives (laughs) nice guy but uh yeah if you're listening to uh to us for the first time we are a comedy podcast about the service industry um we like to have fun around here (laughs) we don't take anything too seriously uh, but uh, what I do every week is I cook brunch for our guests. Now we've had the theme of New Orleans. I don't know eight times now. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. New Orleans. I, I yeah, I'm clearly. not ashamed. Yeah. Have you ever been? Kat? I have never been to New Orleans. Oh my god! It's. I, I think at this point in my life that I would never go during 
Mardi Gras or any of that though. I'd have to go yeah. on off season. I don't think my, yeah. I don't think my, I couldn't handle that. The thing, person. the thing about it is when you go down there is that it's almost like a mini Mar- uh, Mardi Gras every day of the year. Yeah. Right. Like, like I kind of forgot that when I went down there, I was like, Oh, they just party like all year. And then they have the four, they have Mardi Gras. They have, I'm like out of breath just sitting here. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> they laugh so hard that I'm like tired. Yeah, yourself. That's cute. I'm sorry. Am I supposed to do this until you like get your, your act together? Like, uh, uh, like, what the hell am I listening to? That's why to? he has his squad. <laughs> Pot up, I gotta man. Tell you, Pot up. That's the thing is the people that wrote the article are probably like, who the hell are these other people? Why are there so many other people? I thought it was just Dyke. <laughs> laughing at misery, monetizing <laughs> suffering. I mean, these strangers are talking this to us. Is this why they were trying to get their picture taken? <laughs> <laughs> There's other people in. Oh, yeah. The people that like shot the photos, first of all, I guarantee they're like, I don't give a shit about what you do. Just get in front of my camera, laughing, man, and go home. <laughs> but if they listen to the podcast after taking the pictures, yeah. like, I think some of those strangers that were yelling at us might have actually been part of that podcast. <laughs> I think they did stuff too. Are you done? I was trying to just buy some time for you to breathe. They, they beat homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> we all beat it together. Together. They beat it. They all beat homelessness. And the way he beat it was he just brought a bunch of people into his home. They bought one home, and now no one's homeless. Uh, so they have, they have Mardi Gras, they have Jazz Fest, and they have Southern Decadence, which is the pride, the LGBT. It's the gay Mardi Gras, basically. Which right. I don't know how much gayer you get the Mardi Gras. But. I would love to see it. Uh, I heard some stories. I'm are like, you saying? Are you what you're saying right now? Is that is like, listen, cool with it. Like you're gay enough. Like, <laughs> like we get it. I mean, I'm just like, <laughs> like when your mission statement is we're going to out gay Mardi Gras. Like that's yeah. and they do. Uh, they do. They do. Yeah, great. Uh, I went to a gay bar there. So I went with my ex girlfriend. We'll beep her name out, right? No, Zach yep. doesn't know how to beep anything out. <laughs> I mean, that's why there's so much. Okay, that's, like, that's why there's so much. We chatter. have the technology not to. Okay, <laughs> just don't say it. Cat, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Wait, the person that you dated during? Yeah, when I yeah, when we all worked together. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we went as couples, and the two couple, the two women out of both the, my couple and the other couple, mm-hmm. got into like an argument in the middle of the day. It was real awkward, and then just like me. And my buddy looking at each other like, do we have to fight now? Like, <laughs> are we on teams, teams, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so somebody decided because we were just like, well, I was like, it was like, uh, it was like you were taking your dog for a walk and it gets into a fight with another dog. <laughs> the owners are just looking like, we're cool. Like, we have nothing to do with this. Well, like, uh, so we decided to break up and we went into a gay bar in the middle of the day and it was on Bourbon Street. It's right wow. there. I didn't know it was a gay bar, but I didn't care. Once I was there, it was like, eh, we're here. Yeah. And they were telling us about <coughs> Southern Decadence. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, what? Is-? And like the, the bartender's like, he's like, it's just a lot. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He's like, look. I'm 37 years old. I've been gay the whole time. And he goes, it's too gay. (laughs) And I was like, what does that mean? What's too gay? He goes, well, the party's still going on at seven in the morning. He goes, he goes, we're bringing, he goes, I'm just trying to bring a dolly full of Miller light from the background. He goes, there's so many dicks out on the dance floor. (laughs) It's 7 a.m. And there's so many dicks. It's unnecessary amount of dicks. (laughs) I was like, all right, that's up. I went, but you, like, you go to uh, New Orleans quite a bit. When do you usually go? You don't usually go in the summer, though. Uh, no, no, no. It's a swamp. You don't want to go there yeah. in the summertime. Well, that's yeah. the only time I went. Christmas I've time. Go around yeah. Christmas time. Go, oh. like, this time of year, it's great. That's probably The only great. thing is, if you go around this time uh, and you take a boat ride, you won't see any um, alligators. <laughs> I like that. You're such a child. There's like that. I like, like that people are going to New Orleans for drunken debauchery and just wagging their wieners around. And then Dyke's like, I wanted to see the alligators. No. So the zoo has an alligator. You just mean like no, out no, and about? No, 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 no. This is like, like you go on these boat rides through the swamp. Through, through the swamp. Yeah. Through the, the bayou. Yeah. And the alligators come right up to your boat. Like, they, say, right I, there. they throw marshmallows at them. I mean, they're like, they're like, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I'd like to see it. They're not no, hibernating. Why are they? Why aren't they out? Do, 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 do alligators hibernate? Yeah, they hibernate in the wintertime. I can't tell if he's making fun of me or not. No, they, they hibernate in the wintertime. So the first time I went, it was just like, oh, this is a cool swamp. I wish there was a bunch of alligators everywhere. <laughs> and uh, and so then we went in around like May. And they were like, oh, yeah, they're out. And I was like, oh, maybe we'll see one. And they're like, oh, no, they, like, swarm the boat. Like, they're Wow. Always, it's always. It's the marshmallow boat. 
It's always like some crazy Cajun guy's like missing half his face, and he's like, "Oh, no yeah. worries, I grew up in the swamp," <laughs> and he's like, just throwing marshmallows at him, and I was like, "I believe him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna protect us if it goes sideways." I went in the summer when I was there. I've only been there one time, and I went in the summer, and I, I. I, I think the thing about not going to New Orleans, maybe not because the alligators in the summer. Well, I think, yeah, I could, I could have seen alligators, I guess, if I went in the summer. But the other thing I would say not to go is because uh, there's people are just peeing everywhere. Yeah. It's full of you. Uh, so hot, much pee. The hot dumpster. So much pee. And and the thing is, I think the pee's always there. That was yeah. amazing. I went in August. Ooh, I went the really worst hot. time. Yeah. <laughs> Kat, did you hear about that time? That was when I puked on the tree of life. Remember that? <laughs> no I got Story. real. I, it was terrible. I got real. I got real drunk. And then we. I went to had two cigarettes. <laughs> no i didn't i didn't have i didn't have any cigarettes but i had we went to brunch and it was like an all you can drink like uh mimosa thing oh and so that but you don't i guess I'll what do you it. don't want to do is you don't want to have champagne when it's really hot out like yeah. i didn't know that and then like and if you're always a bad combination is champagne in the morning with juice when it's a thousand degrees you know and then fumes of hot pee Bad combinations. I think it's like a it's like a weird version of mustard gas. Anyway, oh. it made me <laughs> very sick, <laughs> and I puked. There's we were I was doing some tour, and I I was leaving. I was taking a flight that evening, and so the morning a friend I was staying with a friend of mine, and she was kind of taking me around like the sites, and we were at some cemetery, which it's all cemeteries, the whole place. Yeah, as far as I know, it's a dumpster graveyard. That like, place. Wow, look at why are these? <laughs> <laughs> really, got some great food though. <laughs> this this episode sponsored by New Orleans, by the way, New Orleans. <laughs> Dumpster graveyard. I'm on the tourism board. <laughs> don't, don't go in August and don't go in Christmas because you won't see any alligators. You won't see any alligators. The, those are the, those you are have the a very options. small window. Uh, yeah, so we were looking at cemeteries and I guess the Tree of Life. I don't know what the difference is. I don't know anything about the Tree of Life. I was very hungover and probably a little too popped to know what the Tree of Life was. I just knew that I puked on it. I missed that flight, by the way. I could not. <laughs> there's definitely not flight. surprising. Not there's, at all. there's definitely a lot of places in New Orleans. We look around. We're like, ah, oh, do they? It's they got civil rights down here, right? Like, like <laughs> there's some things that are like so from like, like I, we went to some place all of a sudden. I was like, everyone that worked there was like the darkest black person I've ever seen. <laughs> And they were all wearing like these white uniforms, and I was like, "Did I fuck around and end up on a plantation? Like, what the fuck is going?" On? They still sell like, um, like the little like uh, blackface tchotchkes from Get Out. Wow. Like, really? Oh yeah, everywhere. I mean, oh they're just gosh. they're just everywhere. And like, yeah. if you say like, "Hey, is we still doing this?" People are like, "That's our culture." They get real <laughs> well, bad. Like, I mean, the problem with that is too is it say I go down there and I buy one of those tchotchkes. Yeah. And like, I bring it back up here to Indianapolis. <laughs> I can't, I mean, no. I would not that I would ever buy it, but you can't put that out. I mean, it's no. only, it's only yeah. okay to have that yeah. in, in that particular well, there was city. Well, there was a business owner a few years ago who was from New Orleans, and they have this thing. <laughs> you can an, look, Indian, an Indianapolis business owner. An Indianapolis talking. business owner who was from New Orleans, but they have this <sighs> thing down there. It's called the Zulu Walk. They've had it for years. It is part of their culture. And traditionally, it was a black-only parade mm-hmm. um, where they would dress up like African warriors. Then at some point, they decided to let white people participate. Wow. But the only way they could participate was literally dressing up in blackface. Oh, my God. Wow. But it wasn't that kind of blackface. It was... It's it's a weird cultural loophole of, like, (laughs) the black people at the time. It was a show of respect. If you wanted to be part of it, you had to dress up in blackface, and they just have not really ever changed it. Wow. And so, like... You could feasibly be from New Orleans and have done that growing up, and it was fine, whatever. Wow. But he was putting pictures of it all over his Facebook, and people were just kind of like, yeah. hey, man, like that's <laughs> I, I don't know if you want to be doing that. He was like, it's my culture. <laughs> and he's just like, that's fine, but like maybe like keep that off of Facebook yeah. or a little bit yeah. more explanation to go along <laughs> with it. I think it's funny that Kat, who's never been to New Orleans, what she's learned from this podcast, it has the gayest gays and the blackest blacks. <laughs> <laughs> why it's the best city ever. I mean, you're, you're definitely selling me on it. You tell me they got some sharks around there, too. Yeah. 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 So, Kat, we like to play a little game on here. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> it's not your game, Kat. You're just so nervous. Like, what are they going to do now? Kat, it literally is the conversation we had out there. I know. It's like, I did, we did that on purpose. She so can have a conversation out there to prep for the conversation out here. And it's the same. It's exactly the same. Everything's fine. So now we're going to play a game. I'm sorry, cut into what you were Speaking saying. Speaking of New Orleans. <laughs> okay. All right. So we just ate food, the cuisine of, of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris King is going to guess a little game we like to call. Hey, what do you think you just ate? Yeah. Ooh, all right. I think that it's really, we've really uh, 
it, it's really definitely uh, probably uh, ringing the, the really raising the flag of how stupid I am to not know what we've eaten at this point because <laughs> I was looking through old notes. I have old. What do you think it just dates? I'm pretty sure everything that we ate today is on there, <laughs> but I'm still gonna get it wrong. That's <laughs> that's the best part. Uh, the first thing we had was Nolan's hush puppies. Yes. Yeah, that was all they were, right? We've had yeah. this before. Yeah. Is there any difference between what you made and hush puppies? No, those are hush just puppies. hush puppies. Okay, so just long john just silvers, hush puppies, yeah. just hush puppies. That's nice. And we had that the green sauce on there, which shows up later. Yeah, the later <laughs> did. yeah. The rem, the remoulade. Remoulade yeah. is what it was, yeah. not an aioli. Not an aioli. Not an aioli. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it didn't have mayonnaise. What was the reason? Correct. Yes. Okay. Man, I mm. learned a lot today. No the next no. thing we had was clam chowder. Hold the chowder. It was just like <laughs> the insides of a clam chowder without the white stuff. It's like, hey man, what if we just put the the fixins of a clam chowder, but never like didn't finish it off. What if we started it, but we just kind of stopped in the middle and said, there you go. That's what it was. Cat, would you like a chance to steal? <laughs> Besides uh, clam chowder, hold the chowder? Yeah. I mean, if you literally say anything, you'll win. <laughs> that is the majority of the game. Is anybody so like a chance to steal? Yeah, you can steal. Uh, I would say it was a soup with some clams or some sort of <laughs> wow this is the first yeah, this, see, is, this, this is gonna be good because yeah. i still no matter what i win this i win this round you think so but i yeah, think I it's, it's a no, it's no. a podcast first where cat lost no, I, I think i still win <laughs> a soup with fish in it that's what she said no, i didn't i said seafood of some seafood sort. of some sort yeah and it had some delicious vegetables in it it was brothy which i liked yeah there was still water in there from the seafood I'm gonna <laughs> didn't top it off. I'm gonna give it to cat. I'm gonna give it. To cat. it was, I did. It had the 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 chicken stock in it. Yeah. Oh, was that chicken stock? Is that what the water was? I just thought you left the water from the shrimp. It's like, hey, see those shrimps swimming around? Make that water hot and put some corn in there. It was we'll give a, it to Chris. Uh, it was a crab and corn chowder. Those were crabs. See? Did you know that? <laughs> but I, I threw, did win that round. They did. You yes. did. Yeah. But I, I also added shrimp to it too. So there was so uh, it was a, it was a, a trickery. A, a but the, all all seafood the medley. seafood medley. Seafood <laughs> medley. I don't. I don't think it was a chowder. I think it was a. It wasn't a, a chowder. Soup. You missed yeah. the chowder part. There was a chowder about it. I've never. No, it was crab and and crab and corn soup. I've never seen a soup. I've never seen a chowder where like, what if we didn't put the cream in there and just put the fixings yeah. in a bowl? That's no, what it you was, made. It wasn't a cream based soup. <laughs> No, it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. You forgot to top it off. It was. <laughs> you're, we're saying the same thing, Dyke. We're make. We're saying the same thing. You're like, no, you're wrong. It was just wet ingredients. Like that's what I said. I said that. <laughs> Moving on. It was not, definitely a wet soup. Yeah. It was wet. It was yeah, wet for, for sure. sure. You know. Soup. You know, not all soups are chowders, right? <laughs> you know what? I don't know that. <laughs> I think all chowders are cream based. All chowders are soups. Not all soups are chowders. You didn't finish it off. I don't know why you get. You guys are both telling me the same thing. He didn't put the cream in there. Duh. That's why it wasn't done. That's what I'm saying. All right, it's one to one. 50% of soup. That's what I call it. Catwoods is on the board. Yes. (laughs) All right. She beat me with soup and wet, soup and seafood. That's what it was. And some delicious corn. Uh, Then we had just the beef from a beef and broccoli. (laughs) Just the top of it. You're like, hey, what if I made a Chinese dish on New Orleans Day, but I only put... It's, I guess, if, is it New Orleans if you only do 50% of the dish? Is that what we're doing? Is that what makes That's it New what Orleans? That's like, real style. Just the second half of what you... The, the, the part that you want from the soup. Like, just the middle part. It was, But it was just the beef and the beef and broccoli. Kat, what a, what your chance to steal? Oh, man. Uh, after Chris said that, that's all I have stuck in my head. <laughs> that's all I could taste. <laughs> it was a... a a flank steak or some sort of way that it was cut. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was delicious. <laughs> like you just stuttered through it. Like, I don't know. It was cut. It was meat. It was meat. It was beef for sure. You had, the, you were definitely, I definitely the beef it part. was definitely beef. Yeah. What, what, what cut of beef was it? <laughs> oh, so that was, uh, it was a sirloin. Oh, okay. yeah, I don't know. But it was just, it was just uh, thinly sliced. It wasn't a sirloin. It was a, what was it? Wow. You argued with yourself. <laughs> she didn't say it was a sirloin. You I did. think this is going to be the first one. I don't know what I made. <laughs> this no. is what we started. The reason we no started playing this given. game, Kat, no is because given. he would forget what he made. And that's why we're doing this. <laughs> so the thing this is, is called, I, 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 I'm going to butcher it. It's, it's, it's called a, 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 a galette. I believe is the pronunciation. I was probably wrong. That's why the dog's going wow. But it's a it's a thinly sliced it's thinly sliced steak, um, lightly seasoned, um, and then you cook that off, and then you basically cook the stew kind of around it, mm-hmm. and then add the beef back to it, and then it's traditionally served with uh, cheesy grits. I put cheddar and couscous. 
Is that not... <laughs> the cheddar part was right. I yeah. thought it was just nacho cheese on couscous. Like, oh, man. I had to... I was... Well, Chris complains every time we have grits, so I was trying. No, to, I don't. I was oh, trying to like. I was trying to hide them so they didn't realize. Yeah, that they were there. I like grits. What are you talking? Grits, I, grits I, always reminds me of my cousin Vinny. Oh, what are grits? Yeah, man, that's seriously one of my favorite movies ever. I just watched it. The other what day. is the Ute? <laughs> that movie. That movie's hilarious. Cat is probably the only other person beside myself who was still out loud laughing at at my cousin Vinny. <laughs> oh, all the time. All, all of it. <laughs> All of it. I watch. Sometimes I, I watch Spider Man and Aunt May's on there. I'm like, you know what, Marissa Tomei's really good in my cousin Ben. My cousin Benny. Yeah, it's, it's posy traction. Yeah. Oh man, goddamn, man, we're old. Just a bunch <laughs> of old people making jokes people don't understand. Uh, yeah. So I thought it was cheddar couscous was my next guess, but then the last thing Dyke always does it where you're like, hey, here's all the things. The main dish I thought was the 50 percent of the beef and broccoli, uh, but then you came out with a whole other got a, a, a sandwich. Yeah, full out sandwich. But I, this one, I think it would get because I've been to Popeyes before, and I think that was just a po' boy sandwich. Yes, that's what it, it was. was. It was. Got it. It was good. It was really good. And then that green sauce made a comeback. <laughs> made a I comeback. thought it was when the green like, sauce shut itself again. <laughs> shut up again. Like you thought it was just good on hush puppies. It's also good in the sandwich. That was good. That one. That one was a little bit. Uh, that was almost too easy because it, luckily I've seen it a number of times and I still only got half of them right. I didn't make any so of that stuff before. Still got the beef except the hash brown or the hash puppies. Hash browns. <laughs> he doesn't know what sure. he meant. We've had a po' boys before though. Yeah. Do we? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. See, I thought we, we did, but I looked had. on the Instagram and I didn't see a photo of it. So maybe well, I made one no. and take a photo of it. It's not Instagram. It didn't happen. That's, That's true. Right. Yeah, social media didn't happen. Did you take a picture of this one, Zach? No. Okay. Definitely, you definitely have not had that particular soup before, or the beef and broccoli. I just only had half the soup. I didn't have the rest of it. I think the last time you made it, you made all of it. This time, you're like, what if I don't finish the soup? What if I don't finish making the soup? Then Chris is never going to get it. Like, ah, I got tricked. I only got the ingredients of a final dish. Well played, Dick. Well played. Uh, Any any highlights there for you, Kat? Of the food? Yeah. Uh, Probably, definitely. I really enjoyed the... uh, the the soup, the seafood medley soup. Cat's <laughs> <laughs> really good at this game. I like it. I think that was my favorite. The po', the po boy was also really good. Yeah, probably just too full because you were. Tr- we didn't do. If the same I would have had yeah. the po boy early on, yes, because mm-hmm. at that point I was just cramming it into my stomach. Oh my god, it's it's it it's dangerous. Yeah, we give you just a bunch of booze and a bunch of food, and then yeah. you're just like, hey, I'd love to take a nap. Like, no, 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 we need you to talk for an hour, and we're gonna record it. And it'll be available forever. Keep that energy level up. <laughs> Keep it up. Crank it up. <laughs> to be honest, that's that's still, I feel like this was one of the light, lighter food days, too. Because there was no Yeah. Dessert. Yeah, but I think wow. that that's a discredit to yourself. I don't think it's... When you say light food days, it's still too much food. I don't want anybody to think, like, all, all we had were seven courses. Because that's... We had we have five, six courses today, right? Four. Four. Really? Yeah. Oh, I counted the, I counted the uh, cheddar grits as a... <laughs> as a course. <laughs> as a course. <laughs> Well, as we saw, apparently we were supposed to put it with. Oh the, yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't we know didn't it was it supposed right. to be together. We didn't eat it right. No, I had it, it like was. after. And each ingredient of the soup was supposed to be its own course. Sometimes I don't know what. <laughs> sometimes I don't know what's a garnish until Zach eats it, and then like so you had the beef and broccoli, no broccoli on something. Yeah. And I thought like that's where it came with like a like a pedestal to keep it on, and like the bread garnish. But then you started eating it, and like oh that's edible, and it was the cheddar the cheddar grits. Oh, you thought that that was just for fun? Yeah, I thought it was like a fun thing, but it was a neat thing. I didn't know until Zach <laughs> took it. It was good. Just play, put your fingers in it, and play with it. Or no, I, did, I just, I thought that's like a, like a, like for the pictures. I thought he was just like, like a food stand, oh. like a food stand. You have, you <laughs> I see. I thought, I thought we were doing something fancy. Uh, Dyke dashed those dreams when he couldn't describe a bistro bowl. He, he <laughs> kept giving way too big dimensions. Like you know, what, a giant bowl. It's a bowl. It's like yeah, a big bowl. Yeah, a wide bowl. A wide shallow bowl. bowl. Yeah, a shallow, wide, and a shallow wide, shallow bowl. bowl. Yeah, that's actually a better descriptor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys came up with a restaurant bowl, so that's right. But you knew what we were talking about. You came up with just bowl. Yeah. Well, Zach said restaurant bowl, and it sounded like he knew what he was talking about. So we all kind of just went with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't want to hear what he called it at first. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a, why we. This is a family podcast. That's so we exactly why to, uh, we have to give him some room to kind of like get well, our shit out. That's what they called like, it when I was a kid. All right, Grandpa. <laughs> Here's the things you don't say. And we're taking your microphone away again. Wow. Hey, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with Cat Woods. Cause your friends don't dance And if they don't dance Well they're no friends of mine 
city. We can go where we want to, places they will never find. And we can act like we come from out of this world, we don't feel one far behind. This will, uh, this will never not remind me of Biodome every time. That song, yeah, every yeah, time. Uh, yeah. That's true. That's true. That was a good pick. Two uh, really good movies have been referenced so far today. Micah's and Vinny. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we can talk about the 90s for the rest of this podcast. If I you would guys love want to. to. Basically, love uh, to. Your, your regular Sunday lineup on, on the USA Network is what we're talking about. <laughs> We're probably TN- both on right now somewhere. Yeah. Is the USA Network, is that still on? I don't think that's still a thing yeah, anymore. USA is. Up All Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. USA uh, Up All Night. I yeah. watched uh, whatever the USA cartoon train for, I was way too old to be watching it. They that were just not surprising. Yeah. I remember, like I I, I'd watch USA Up All Night like it was like softcore pornography. What? You know, just hopefully, <laughs> because it was like, they would show movies that like had boobs in them, but it was USA, so they couldn't show it. They and couldn't show it. Yeah. yeah. But it was always like raunchy and sometimes like. It was just always like, oh, let's watch his sex comedy with all the sex edited out. But I'm 11, so. <laughs> I'm 11. It'll, it'll, it'll do. Yeah. <laughs> when you're 11, though, a side boob is like, oh. Oh, sure. Just yeah. a, a sexual situation. Yeah. <laughs> I have definitely. A low-cut shirt. Yeah. Oh, I remember I used to watch The Grind and be sprung for days and just watching like <laughs> the, the spring break, The Grind. For days? Yes. Oh, I, yeah. Like I was just getting those te- those hormones yeah. popping. Just, like, the these, Grind, yeah. People are just like. That's just people dancing it's in bikinis, sing- right? Singled out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. This was back before she had any opinions on vaccines. Yeah. You know? She, like, she was just a lunatic regular like, <laughs> yeah. formal playboy, playboy model. That's right. I, uh, I um, used to, we had uh, HBO. And HBO used to do that. Um, what was they did some kind of like documentary sex thing on HBO? I forget what it was. Real sex, real sex, yes. real, real sex. sex, real sex. So I, when I was younger, I had a VHS tape, and what I would do is I would just record the sex scenes from shows, <laughs> and not even like because it was just so amazing to see it. I never watched it ever. I never in my entire life watched that tape. But I thought, how amazing would it be to have a tape? That is just sex scenes. I don't believe you. And I was I like 13 it. years old. You don't, don't believe it. what part of it? Do you still have it? No, no. You made this tape, but you never watched it. I never watched it because I didn't want to. I didn't want to have to fast forward. I wanted it. To, my, the prize was when the whole tape was like that. That, that was the prize. I'm like, someday I'm going to have a whole tape. Uh, I, th- this is how naive I was and how the internet wasn't around. I didn't know porn existed, so I thought I was inventing something new. Yeah. <laughs> like, I cannot believe. Hear me, hear me out, fellas. <laughs> what if there's a video of people having just, sex? Just sex. No plot, anything. It's like, just get right to it. So I had this tape going, and so it was all softcore or whatever. Sometimes yeah. it was like some movie came on and like a booby popped out. And I have to like have seen the movie first because at the time you can't rewind. Yeah. It's not, it's regular television. So I like, there's definitely times where like I would prep it. Like I bet the boobs going to pop out. You push record <laughs> and like no boob, like got to rewind. And so, uh, re- I, I count the seconds or whatever on the VCR, but like so, making a mixtape. I was, I was making a mixtape of just boobies. The and that's the thing. The it was just tops because it was all softcore stuff. Every once in a while, real sex. Oh, you'd see a full bush on HBO. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Real yeah. sex. They would show real stuff. So that's like, that's like your bread and butter. So, when I watched it, the thing is, so Christmas Day, I believe it was a Sunday. I don't know. We were going to church, but back then my family went to church just a lot. But I was blown away because real sex, I turned the, my, my parents were already at church. I turned the television on in the morning on Christmas Day, <laughs> real sex was on. And wow. I thought, I literally thought to myself, I'll never forget, I thought, Merry Christmas to me. Like, <laughs> somebody gave me a Christmas present early. Like, Santa Claus does Thank exist. You, Santa. Thank you, Santa. I was 12 when we got, I think we had like Showtime or something. And I remember, like, a friend of mine was spending the night, and we watched Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. And then right after Weekend at Bernie's, it was, like, Red Shoe Diaries. Or I don't even know what it was. Yeah. Some, something came on, some, you know, bikini movie or whatever. <laughs> and I, I mean, it was both. We were watching it together. Like, we weren't doing anything. We, we were just like, oh, boobs. Huh? And then fell asleep. But we left the TV on. Yeah. And I guess my mom came out in the middle of the night. Yeah. And was like, were you watching some booby movie last night? And I was, we're watching Weekend at Bernie's, Mom. I don't know what you're talking about. But I, I, I can't control what comes on after Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Take it up with Showtime. But that's what happened. So I recorded it. And I was like, I was like, that's, that's great. And so then I went to church and whatever. And then my parents came back and I was like in the front of the house, Christmas tree or whatever. You know, we we're, I think about to open presents. And my mother was... I don't know, doing something with the VCR. There was a tape in there that wasn't rewound. She oh, rewound man. it. I said, what the hell is this? Sure enough, it was Chris's uh, boob cuts. <laughs> There's a sex tape. 
<laughs> so she called me in from the front of the house and I walked in. I've never your grandmother? I, no, my mom. Oh. My grandmother. <laughs> My my no, mother I was my bad. mother was so I can't I can't imagine a bigger nightmare like the highs and lows of that Christmas day of <laughs> uh, just like the present of like porn on a Christmas morn which that never happens like HBO made a mistake and then the down of walking walking in and watching and seeing your mother watch your porn on Christmas day it I've never I've never been I've never been to my day to to this day I've never been so terrified. Well, I was like, these are some pretty good cuts. Like, he really did. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. She was upset about it, just complimenting me on my editing skills. They yeah. were they were phenomenal. Normally, Kat, we don't talk about full bush until the uh, <laughs> until the after podcast, but right. here we are. Sure here we early. are. Yeah, yeah just like up. that Christmas morning, bush early. You just didn't expect it. Twenty twenty one. But uh, no, Kat, you are. You've been how how long have you, how long have you been bartending? You've been bartending for. For some, some time. Watch your mouth, sir. I know. I was like, <laughs> so, how do I walk back out of careful. this question? Let's be super Jeez. careful. Uh, probably for about 13 years, almost 14 years. Yeah. Did you start at uh, Old Point? Yes. That was, that your was first? my first bartending gig. So oh. I worked in the industry before. I When I was like 20, 21, I worked at Beef and Boards Dinner Theater. Mm. But I was. Were you a singer? <laughs> No, <laughs> I no, I was not. I worked in the I worked in the box office. So I worked with the service industry. Okay, like, like elbow yeah. to elbow. But um, but no, I, Old Point was my first like bar gig. Yeah, and, bartending. And so, and that's no longer there for no. anyone there. But it was, no. that was like I'm talking a, about it's there. It's just it's a better version of it. It's a, <laughs> I knew it. I, oh. no one gets <laughs> black. The fact that we're recording this is it's lost on the on the evil laser eyes that I just got. No, it's 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 the it's But old boy in, in a place like I remember like when I was a kid in the nineties and Mass Ave was nothing but like kind of like derelict buildings and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like on the one end uh was the Abbey the coffee Abbey, shop loved where fourteen year olds could smoke Marlboro Reds yep. and <laughs> drink one cup of coffee for yeah. four hours. Yep. And then the other kind of end was Old Point. Yeah. And there was really nothing like else. Front page. Yeah, front yeah. page. Bass, that was about it. Um, but yeah, so but that had, that had been a staple there for Yeah, it's it was years and years. Well, it was the second oldest bar besides the slippery noodle. Oh, for real. Wow. wow. Yeah. I didn't been, realize that. Yeah. It had been around ugh, oh, I'm not gonna remember now. Definitely I think it was the late eighteen hundreds. Did you Oh, I was I was literally just about to ask if Chicken Patty owned it the whole time. I'm like, well, that's, that's probably not. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> they actually owned a they actually owned a comedy club. That's right for a long time, and I think it was the '80s when they purchased the Old Point Tavern, and then they had it up until its final yeah. days. But they got to pick. But, I mean, I, 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 you and I are of different opinions. I think of that end because those guys ran it the way they wanted to, as long as they wanted to, mm-hmm. and then decided they wanted to. Leave and yeah, say I'm done with it, and then got to cash out. That's the best. Older, they were done yeah. with it. Yeah, and I mean, it's 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 hard to keep up with. The old point is a wonderful place, and always have a bit of my heart. But yeah, I mean, compared to what Mass Ave is now, I mean, it just wasn't. It wasn't hip. It wasn't trendy. It was you know, you walk in, you get yeah. a whiskey and coke and a cup of chili or Miller Light, and that was that just wasn't what people we're going for anymore on Mass Ave. It's a bummer. I mean, that's the thing. That was my first outside of McDimmons where I worked. That was the first bar. That I I think that I went to when I moved to Indianapolis because we did when and before you start working at McNibbins, it was me and other people that were there and they we fin- we closed up and then we went to Old Point and I liked it a lot because coming from I mean both you and I came from Chicago before we moved to Indianapolis mm-hmm. and that's what it felt like because yeah they came from that comedy club so they had all the paintings of the different comedy clubs up yeah. there it was all neon anytime you look in the building it looks like you're in a toaster oven yeah like oh, I love the, I miss those red lights it was great yeah you yeah. were in a toaster oven drinking like those people must be so hot but in your and it's in like almost like a flat iron because it like comes to the point so you literally old point yeah so you're, it's, uh, that. I just discovered that <laughs> laughing at me, but yeah, but it was, it was great. And that's, that, that is a bummer. I mean, I don't know, especially with COVID and all that stuff coming in. That's the kind of things that Dyke and I have talked about is that more than likely, uh, you know, those places, places will go away and places will replace them. But the yeah. bummer is the places that will replace them won't have the character of the places that were there before. Yeah. All points a perfect example of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They had a framed menu on the wall that was, I don't know that, Chick, the owner, I don't know that he ever knew exactly what date it was from, but it was an old, old menu, probably from the, he was guessing, I think, during like the Great Depression or something, because it was like things like a Bud Light or a Budweiser bottle or whatever were super cheap. And then if you want like a cup of fruit, that was like super expensive. Yeah. (laughs) In in the the, the standards of that day. So it was just kind of things like that that were cool. 
Yeah. So you're bartending at Old Point, and like you're bartending, but like you're probably not making like a lot of like real complicated cocktails no. there. That uh, was the place where I learned. I mean, yes, it was a lot of. Well, we had blenders, mm-hmm. much to my chagrin. Oh, so awful. One, that was always the worst part was when that patio was open and you'd make one frozen daiquiri. Uh, oh, my God. And you knew the, the second that the rest, every other table in that patio Sons saw that. Next thing you know. But it was definitely more so than that. It was the place where I learned how to make shots like surfer on acid, mm-hmm. redheaded sluts. I mean, that for whatever reason, that was the place that people were ordering just all the. But, yeah, no, I mean, it wasn't. Wasn't muddling anything. I wasn't. You know, <laughs> I, we didn't have simple syrup. We had any of that stuff. But I mean, that, that's. But there's like layers to bartending too. And I was yeah. like, I mean, I remember I was a bartender at the Radisson by the old airport. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, yeah, you learned your three basic drinks and the, anything else. There, I remember having a book. Like this is before yeah. cell phones. I mean, there was cell phones, but before smartphones, right. And it was just like someone would be like, "Hey, can I get a gin, Ricky?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> just give me a second. My and favorite. Love making those. Fifty-seven. Okay, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, we had we had one of those books like that at one point too that you just had to use to like look up yeah. things like that you didn't know. Of course, on the flip side of it, now if people you know ask for some crazy shot or drink that they saw, and it's just like pull it up on your phone. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've never even heard of that before. Just pull it up on your phone. But that was and usually the, it's something that I like that a lot when it turned to that, because I think even when you and I were working together at McDivins, we were still using a book. Oh like, yeah. I think for that a book long... still exists. I mean, that book was there up until the last day. Yeah. yeah. I, I use it all the time, but I think, I don't remember who did it the first time, but I remember some bartender, I think it might've been Patrick who said, show it to me on your phone and I'll make it like genius. Yeah. Cause I would always have to hide that I was looking something up. Like just <laughs> right. tell people yeah. that you don't know how to make that obscure thing they had in yeah. Australia back in the late nineties. Like right. clearly I don't know what that is. Yeah. I you re- had that on a cruise ship one time? Cool. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how to make that. You know what that is, right? No, <laughs> sir. I don't know you had a <laughs> I remember the shame of looking at this trying to select by the book. Yeah. But then you realize yeah. you don't have to the, I, I didn't realize until that other bartender brought it up, like, oh, I don't have to know everything. Yeah. yeah. I always thought exactly. like that was too behind the curtain. Like, hey, you know how to make everything right. Like I had this thing that my grandpa made back in the mid eighties. Uh, he called it the town brown. You can make that. Right? Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just like look something up in a book. I don't have to know. I also worked at like a <laughs> hotel bar, so it was just, like people coming in from it. Like, oh, uh, there's the, yeah. everyone loves this now, Bukowski. You know, like, yeah, I don't know what they do now, like, <laughs> So then, uh, so then, so then you go. When what what uh, precipitates the move from Old Point to McNiven's? Well, I just uh, at that point and that age and that in my life, I guess, after spending about two, two and a half years at Old Point, I, well, first off, I didn't want to work at a 3 a.m. bar anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I was at the point where I did not want to do that. It's and that, it, I mean, don't, let's not gloss over that because that is a lifestyle. That yeah. is a completely yeah, is. different lifestyle yeah. where you're, you're, if, if the bar's closing at three, I don't think people realize you're not leaving until five yeah. plus yeah. in the morning. Well, and then you get home and you, it's not like you're going to fall asleep right away. Right. Yeah. So then you fall asleep till 6 a.m. And the next thing you know, you wake up at noon and you're kind of like, oh, man, half my day's gone. And you're kind of kicking yourself. But then you're also like, oh, I only did only get six hours of sleep. So let's not be too hard <laughs> yeah, on yourself. Yeah, you yeah, know? It, yeah. Is, it is right. It's a lifestyle. And everyone's mad at you because you're not on their hours. Just yeah. Like, yeah. I just got off work at 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think that, and I, I don't want to skip ahead because I, I think that I want to talk about this a little bit too, but it took me a while when I stopped bartending because when we were at McNiven's, we closed at one o'clock. But mm-hmm. if you close at one o'clock, if you are just going to go home, you're probably going to go home at three. We didn't just go home. But we if you were, I mean, that's three o'clock. It took me a long time to recover from living like that because yeah. you go to bed at like when the sun was coming up, like mm-hmm. God, God forbid you go to bed after the birds start chirping. Oh, uh, that's the worst. That's the worst. But yeah, you go to bed at six and then you wake up maybe at noon or one and then you start the whole thing over again. And then when I had like a, like a day job, it was, it was really hard to figure that out. It was really hard to do that because I, I was, you can't automatically go to sleep. It took a while to do that, but I just always wanted to have a midday nap. And apparently according to Janet, you can't do that. <laughs> So. Oh, Janet. <laughs> so, so you get tired of that life, and mm-hmm. then yes, yeah. so went to Mc, uh, went to McNiven's in two thousand nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Did you not know that <laughs> that she worked at McNiven's? I, I, <laughs> we worked together. You guys, I, you I, are just. And I've said on this podcast before, you're a terrible server. No, uh, <laughs> that's where you know her, man. I didn't. I thought you'd work there a, a substantially longer. Before I got there, I, no. your, I, I came in. When did you start? 2010. Oh, I guess I and I guess I didn't. So I thought that. you like I thought you were like 
No, I'm just that professional. Old school. And wow. I think that's good at my job that you assume that I've been there for. I like that cat's a nice person and turned into that. What I heard from Dyke is like, really? Your face tells me you've been working there for a while. <laughs> oh, I'm the asshole. <laughs> that's what he was doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> because I, it does. Well, that's the thing is like, I felt like cat, I felt like I worked there like years before you did, but it was only a matter, a couple months. It's like, yeah, because I started in May. I think that time just when you're younger, time seems a lot longer because it's a different percentage of your life. Yeah. Now it's like a year just goes by like that was nothing. Yep. Well, what's crazy is I have like they make fun of me uh, on those podcasts a lot because I always yeah. have these camp stories. That's why. Jesus. But we didn't make. Why would it? you even work it in? There's <laughs> no way to work it, it in. Episode. Episode. So you're going to Zach. God, damn it! There's, there's no so way. Close. It did not happen. But I even told Zach just before you get in another camp story, which I can't wait to hear. I even I told lost Zach five like, bucks. yeah, Jesus. I was like, hey Zach, at least with Cat here, we definitely won't have a camp story. This this is not a camp story. But okay. what what I'm saying is, I worked at this camp really off and on. <laughs> for a decade. For a decade. So I have a decade's worth of stories. I worked at McNiven's for a year and a half. <laughs> and I feel like I have more McNiven's stories. Yeah. There are like so many stories. Uh, what it's I, amazing, was, yeah. Like, uh, obviously, like, they closed their doors uh, uh, on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. McNiven's did, not the camp. Yeah. <laughs> Camp's still <laughs> kicking. Oh, God. Still going. Thank God. You ever make it back there? But uh, <laughs> I don't care. I, <laughs> We're gonna we're we're gonna be recording an episode from the camp. Uh, actually, honestly, like that, that would be a good time. That would be should. really fun. Uh, but no, like I was just like thinking about it. I was like, oh man, there's all these different generations, and like now I know people. Like, I dated somebody who worked at, at McNiven's at a completely different time yeah. than I did. Yeah, like I have friends with people that I didn't work with there, and I started thinking. I was like, man, I only worked there for a year and a half. It yeah. seems so long. It's a, yeah, it's amazing, and especially I think that's one thing that's come out of it. Like after. McNiven's closing its doors and hearing and like getting to see, see faces of people that I haven't seen in forever yeah. and hearing these stories. And there are so many things that came out of that place and so many stories. People have met each, you know, people have met each other yeah. and yeah. all that. And it's just, uh, it, it's, it's funny. And then also too, like the different generations. Cause I know the, other, yeah. uh, the last Tuesday that we we're open. So like three days before we closed, uh, Leal was there and Leal worked there for a little bit and then left, moved away and then came back mm-hmm. and he was trying to talk to people and like, Oh, but you didn't know so-and-so. And he was just, it was just blowing his mind that like, yeah. you kind of forget, like you didn't work with so-and-so. Yeah. It's just a, uh, who knew who, who knew right. who. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is for me, it was weird because I, I were, I only like you, I only worked there for two years and then, but it's just, it was, well, I came back a little bit after that too. Yeah. I was fired. Uh, and then I, I was fired and I was sort of, I sort of asked to leave. Um, and then I was sort of allowed to come back. So yeah, I was intermittently there because you miss it. I just really, especially when you're not going from everything that I'd done up until working in an office was bartending or riding a bicycle professionally, but going to that office, you, that's, I think when you have been bartending, when you've been in their service industry for a while, you're just different than people that have just, you know, high school, college, then working in an office. It's just mm-hmm. a different mentality. It's very hard to get out of that. And I absolutely missed not, not necessarily the job because I don't, miss you know bringing someone's eggs out and finding out they were cut incorrectly and then being yelled at <laughs> but i definitely miss the people you know that you're doing with that and that's oh, yeah. the thing about mcnivens is that I, I think it was one of the people that was one of the the comments as, as mcnivens as we kind of mentioned mcnivens uh a bar that's been around since 2004 mm-hmm. uh recently closed and we kind of touched on it a little bit um, but one of the things is I was reading the Facebook from McNiven's was amazing just seeing all the people that I remember and then comments. But I think Tyler was one of the ones that made the comment on there, but because he only worked there for maybe a year or two. Yeah. And he was concerned about going in there because he only worked there for a year and there's all these different generations that you were I mean, you got to you were there for, for all of it because as Dyke mentioned, you're very old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but but just the thing that Tyler mentioned, which I think is really great about McNiven's and what that bar was and what we're missing out on is that when Tyler went in there, what he said was that everybody was so cool with everybody. Yeah. And I think Dyke to your point of coming back, that's what you saw is you went back there and you used to work there. And it wasn't like the people behind the bar at that time were like, okay, old man, get the hell out of there. They were always everybody. just such a great combination of people. And that's what I will, I think miss about it the most. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you worked there. And now a new chapter, a new yeah, chapter in your life chapter. is opened yeah. up. Yeah, and you, you're you're a mom now. Yes. Well, she was a mom before. I, yeah. <laughs> she was. It didn't just. Happen. I mean, start, <laughs> starting starting in 2021. We did this close, and immediately she got knocked up. Like we've had a crazy couple of weeks. Yeah. 
She just found out she was a mom. It's been a tumultuous couple of weeks for Kat. Congratulations. Just found out she just, as a mom, found out she had two kids, which is hard to surprise a mother with that. It's Congratulations, Kat. Thank you. But, uh... <laughs> No, but uh, so you, what was your like schooling background? Was it was not in you know you didn't no. go to school for nope. service industry? No, I went to uh, went to college for about a year and a half, and it was a like a small liberal arts school, and it was one of those things that I was going to have to declare a major mm-hmm. uh, as I returned from my winter break, and I just that was the point where I realized I have no idea yeah. what I want to do or what I want to be. So I dropped out, which was a good choice for me. And then um, I moved to Chicago and just worked, was a temp, and I uh, i don't remember how now, but I somehow fell into hearing about this massage therapy school, and I ended up going to massage therapy school there. Met some wonderful people, some people I still talk to to this day, um, and then moved back here, and that's when I started. I kind of got away from the massage. I started working at Trader Joe's, which mm. I loved, and I started working yeah. at Old Point and so forth. So You loved working at Trader Joe's? I loved it. Yeah, what'd you do there? I loved it. You do a little bit of everything there. Like they, that's kind of the, the fun thing about it is they try to break your day up. So sometimes you're at the register, you're yeah. in charge of, like I was in charge of like writing all the fruit, like the frozen order, or just doing things like that. Um, or you're just the one wandering around to answer people's questions. Yeah. But uh, it's notoriously so one of the best places to work. It is. The white, yeah. Every, the white paradise. Every, <laughs> it, it is. Everybody that, especially uh, the one that I worked at. <laughs> Everybody that's ever worked, that I've known has ever worked there, loved it. Oh, I loved it. The thing is, like, you could probably work there because I think, not today for sure, but any other time, you're usually wearing the Trader Joe's uniform. It's a Bermuda shirt and yeah, khakis. Yeah, you'd fit right oh. in. You'd fit right in. You'd they fit do, right in. Yeah, they do make you wear shoes. But uh, other than that, you you'd be good. shoes, yeah. No. <laughs> but, yeah, so that, that's, that's, my, that's my background. Yeah. So, yeah, new chapter, who knows? It's a... Well, we were going to ask you if you know, because it's like it's been a week. <laughs> I know. Did you figure it all out yet? That was uh, that was our next question. Who knows? <laughs> Literally no one knows what I'm going to do next week. Like, well, okay, that's uh, weird. She just found out she's a mom, so like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, her, give her some slack. Jeez, guys. Putting a lot on me right now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All the rest of your life, go. <laughs> <laughs> what is your 20-year plan? So, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of would like to get back into the massage therapy yeah. and not necessarily... I mean, more on my kind of on my own terms. I don't necessarily want to. Now, is there work, any work for somebody? Yeah, I want to. I want to be my own boss. Yeah, that would I've be great. I've never done that before. I also want to be fun. Is massage is massage therapy different in COVID? Like you, I guess both people just wear a mask and yeah. I just just, wash your just hands like afterwards. most places, just probably like extra. Even I mean, obviously, there's a lot of sanitizing and whatnot that goes on anyway. We are talking whether you're talking about a restaurant or. Massage therapy, so a little bit extra of that, I guess. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, just having masks on, just being safe, making sure that you don't have any yeah. symptoms and fever and all that. We nope. talked about that. You and I, Kat, talked about that a little bit. I don't know if people are doing things where you can go to someone's home because I would think that massage therapy is something that people are still going to need but can't because you're always concerned about going to another place. Right. But I don't know if anybody's offering, like, going to your house. I think you need a, you need a table, right? You probably need just I that I have table. a table. There you go. You're ready. I'm ready. Yeah. If you... I'll tell you what, if you can create a massage therapy at home business, we'll have you on again. Just talk about that. And then Dyke will mind his manners and I talk about how old you are. <laughs> like a dick. Catch up on your surprise kids. Like, man, I really might want to hire that one, but she sounds kind of old. She sounds really, know. really old. According know. to this podcast I listened to from Indie Monthly about the blackest blacks, this woman. And the gayest gays. <laughs> the gayest gays. I don't know if I want her on there. Apparently she's the oldest old. I don't, I don't know if that's what I want. The oldest massage therapist in any <laughs> <laughs> Somebody massaging my back, and all of a sudden her hip goes out. Like, no, I'm massaging you, old lady. Be a great she's business the, model. Arthritic hands, just crackling. If, oh. I, if I survive your massage, it's free. <laughs> she's, she's the whole point of massage therapy. <laughs> oh my god! Since the 1800s, we just created. <laughs> we just created a commercial for you. Just show them that old menu. Like back in my day. Beer was cheaper than fruit. <laughs> yeah, you're... Touch my back, old lady. <laughs> really good to come back on here and plug my massage therapy. I think yeah. we just, I we just made the website for sure. All that wait. stuff could be on there. <laughs> I think that's my, my tagline. How long's it, how long's it been since you've given professional uh, massages? Ugh, it's been a while. Yeah, is there? A, a while. Don't yeah. say that when we have you on about talking about. Yeah, but <laughs> two days to retirement. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's been a long time 
Is there like a you have to like re up like I mean, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, there's like continuing education classes you take I mean I have my I mean I have my certification I mean obviously I have my certification yeah. the to, muscles I, don't I, I, change the, right yeah, yeah. You know. back to bodies, back right bodies are the same yeah. but uh, I would definitely have to renew my Indiana license it's been mm. that long but yeah there's like continuing education and all that stuff which actually I look forward to doing because I enjoy it. in school I always enjoyed learning all that stuff so I kind of look forward to taking a class again. Did you, a student. did you do it? Is that what you're looking forward to? I don't yeah. like that at all. It's kind of fun to be a student again. I never want to go to school again. I think that I was going to, when I went to school, I was worried about my grades because I was like, well, clearly I'm going to get my MBA or master's or something like that because everybody in HR has all that stuff. I just, I don't care. I'm never going to school again. It was terrible. Also, <laughs> I think you'd be different. You'd probably finish school when you're supposed to. I was there for a good portion of 10 years. You were there for <laughs> I just got a bachelor's degree in HR. Like, I didn't need to do that. Like, I went for a long time. I was surprised. Every time I talked to you, you were still in school. I, that's what everybody would say. Like, yeah. people, at, I would meet people, like, that would, they'd say, hey, Chris, how's it going? Please tell me you're not still in school. Yeah, I am. I am. Almost the entire time from moving man I, I think i just got out i don't know when it was but it was just for <laughs> sure that you actually have graduated you know what's funny is people somebody asked me that like as a joke and like i had to check because i didn't know <laughs> like let me check my transcripts like, i forget why i decided <laughs> to stop going i think somebody told me i graduated. I have nightmares all the time that i'll seriously have like uh like a billy madison type nightmare where someone's like uh, apparently you actually didn't yeah. you didn't graduate the eighth grade and i'm like <laughs> oh no <laughs> like and like, yeah, then I have to go back to like my old grade school and like yeah. take one class. I think that's a pretty unrealistic fear, though, because what you're doing right now, you don't need an eighth grade education. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has a super successful podcast. Yeah. He does all yeah. on his own. Yeah, but it's not like we're going to be in the podcast that you're running and be like, hey, Doc, even though this is your show, you're going to have to go until you finish the eighth grade. You don't need that. As long as you can name all the state capitals. <laughs> yeah, like, Chris, you're going to have to take over. I have to go back. And- <laughs> I have to go back to eighth grade. So that would be a that would be the biology class. <laughs> that'd be our biodome. Yeah. That'd be our building, Madison. You have to go back and and finish that so you can do the podcast. Like until unless you unless you finish it, in a certain amount of time Zach owns it. Yeah, I was Zach just wins the podcast. Oh, yeah. That's a great movie. I'm gonna hand over my glass of whiskey and be like, <laughs> "You guys laugh in the face of COVID." Why? Why I go take this algebra class? <laughs> you made all your money suffering. Catwoods, uh, you've been wonderful. Thank you so much for coming oh. on. Oh my this god, it was great. Great. Um, it was great. I'll come is, back. You, yeah, I was gonna say, do you have anything that you, you want people to follow you on social media right now, or is that just like a a creepy mom thing? Like, no, don't look at me and my yeah, kids. Oh no, yeah, it's. I mean, I don't have any. I mean, no, because I don't have anything going up for like business stuff yet. Everything's okay. just kind of private. Well, you, so, you have that website surprise surprise mom dot com <laughs> that you were talking about. We're not I mean, about that, that sounds like a side no. hustle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your journey your journey with those kids that you just found that you just had. Did you just find out that you're a mother <laughs> like, too? Surprise! The best part is like she just found out she was mom. She's been one for a while. Like those kids have been there. She yeah. just thought they were roommates. <laughs> surprise! Surprise! Wants me to feed them, and <laughs> do their laundry. It's crazy. They're just dicks. This already yeah, sucks. The worst <laughs> they were just dicks. Like we're your roommates. Yeah, terrible. It's like yep. being the uh, just all time DD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chris King, do you got anything you'd like to plug? Uh, just doing that uh, WandaVision podcast next week. We're gonna have it. I'll probably I'll plug it more and, and give everybody like actual details on that. But when does it actually drop? Uh, oh. The WandaVision. I think they're doing two episodes on Friday, so we're going to. I'm gonna record that with Gunner before I come here, and it's gonna be just an hour podcast. And I'm gonna do episode by episode, kind of talking about it, which could turn into larger Marvel Universe stuff. Ooh. Um, but yeah, just now for for now, it's just WandaVision. So we'll just be dropping that. The first one will come out. He edits. Oh. What? Yeah, I know. He's got a website and he edits. Zach, <laughs> what about that? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Tell me what a Romulan is, but Remulad. What is it? Romulet. <laughs> yeah, Romulet. Yeah, you made me look I fucked dumb. up my own joke. I'm the asshole there. There it is. I did it's that. In the Star uh, Trek universe. <laughs> Zach, there's always one time where Chris will somehow slip and just fuck it all up. Made fun of joke. myself. Uh, played myself. But yeah, so yeah, so I'll talk about it next time on our podcast because we'll have record. I'll have recorded that episode right before we do our episode, and then it will probably drop mid week the following week, and okay. then they'll probably they'll probably be coming out. They'll probably. I think we're releasing them every Friday. Nice. Barring a Romulan attack. Uh, <laughs> Zach Rohn? I'm also doing a WandaVision podcast. <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. I don't Sounds know. Good. I don't it's called Chris Doesn't Know What He's Talking About. <laughs> it's going to be good. Chris just always follows up. <laughs> right he's going to follow up yours. Every it's time. a reaction video. <laughs> yeah. He just said, total bull. This idiot. <laughs> Two Romulans down. <laughs> 
you can also check out my other podcast, uh, uh, The Drunk Dial, uh, with me and Bridget Haran. Peace be upon her. We like to call up comics. She's still alive. I mean, you do that a lot. <laughs> that seems but then, like I feel like if you do it a lot and then you don't do like a Drunk Dial or something for a couple weeks, people are like, I think she really died this time. When you say that, she's still alive. I'm also there. Yeah, they're on the drunk dial. Yeah, too? yeah you oh, wouldn't know it. Is it just, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's just another magazine article, isn't it? Zach does things by himself. Yeah, he's, a, he's our super producer. But he doesn't even acknowledge you on the drunk dial. I've never heard him. Yeah, no, wow. No, neither have I. And Zach and all the friends. But so I like that. It, I like that you've given you given the world the impression that you know how any of the buttons on any of these things work. Because I've seen you try to do it, and it is just awful. That was my favorite part about the picture was that I'm sitting behind the board. Yeah. Well, that's I think what, my cocktail just smiling. I think that's what I was yelling at. Yeah, that's what I was yelling. I said one thing was he doesn't know what those buttons do, and the other like, hey man, watch the drink because he's swinging it around. He didn't know this was actually how the podcast works. He thought it was decoration. There are a lot of pretty colors over there. He's like, hey, can you get behind that box? Like, oh, those are just our Christmas lights. We don't need those. Like, no, dude, that's the show. Please watch the drunk dial. He said watch. Also, it's a podcast you listen to it. God damn it. Me and Bridget. We'll see you next time.